on the first Rashi in Rashi's Yisrael. The opening words of the parsha by Yishma Yisrael Kain Midyan Chosen Moshe. So Yisrael heard. The Torah doesn't tell us. By Yishma Yisrael is Kol Asher Asal Lekim Moshe Yisrael Amor. Yisrael heard and he came. So Rashi, the famous Rashi, asks the Kasha Mashmu Hashama Oba. What did Yisrael hear that motivated him to come? Rashi tells us he heard Kriyas Yamsuf and Milchemes Amalek. Those are the things that Yisrael heard. <clears throat> Yisrael wasn't the only one who heard those events. We all know that. He said last week in Az Yashir, Shamu Amim Yerkazim. The whole world, everybody, all the Umas Ha'alam heard what HaKadosh Baruch Hu did with Kriyas Yamsuf. Chil Achaz, all of the detailed descriptions. The entire world was in a state of panic, was in a state of awe over what happened with Kriyas Yamsuf. But Yisrael was the one who came as a result. Yisra didn't just hear, he didn't just, he listened. When he heard something, he listened, he internalized it, and that motivated him to come. And here's the kasha. I saw this kasha in a sefer called Apirion. Apirion is a, the sefer on Chumash by the author of the Kitzvah Shulchan Aruch, Shlomo Gansfried, and he asks the following question. If Yisra was the kind of person who didn't just hear, he listened, he was inspired, he allowed things to penetrate, he allowed things to motivate him to do things, why didn't he come to join Kral Yisrael right after he heard about Kriyas Yamsuf? The Rashi tells us that he heard two things. He heard about Kriyas Yamsuf and Melchemes Amalek, and these two things were a month apart. Kriyas Yamsuf was on Chaf Aleph Nisan, and Melchemes Amalek was all the way at the end of Iyar. Comes a month later. Yisrael didn't come after he heard about Kriyas Yamsuf. He heard about Kriyas Yamsuf and Melchemes Amalek, and that's when he came. That's when he was inspired to come. So just to say that Yisrael was a very inspired person, he always acted on it, is not enough. He heard both of these things, Kriyas Yamsuf and Melchemes Amalek, and that inspired Yisrael to come and, jo- and to join Kali Yisrael. It's nice of that way. <laughs> <laughs> so why was the Dafka these two events? <clears throat> so he says, his tarot says, after Kriyas Yamsuf, halachically, Yisrael was not allowed to become a Gid. We wouldn't have accepted him as a Gid. Why? Because Gemara says in Yavamas that during the days of Shlomo HaMelech, for example, Shlomo was the king of the world, and everybody was just so interested in Yiddishkeit, and everybody was so, was so awed by Shlomo HaMelech, so the Gerus was not so sincere. That kind of a conversion is not so sincere, we wouldn't have necessarily accepted it. After Kriyas Yamsuf, the world was in such a state, the awe of Kali Yisrael was so great, they wouldn't have accepted Yisrael as a Gid. After Melchemes Amalek, what was the reaction of the world? After Melchemes Amalek. So Rashi gives the marshal. In Parshas Kiseitze, it was like, it was a very boiling hot bath. People think you can't go into such a bath. Somebody jumps into the bath, he cools the whole thing off, and then everybody's able to come in. People became uninspired as a result of Melchemes Amalek. At that point, Yisra knows this is his end. Now maybe he'll be accepted as a gift. So he heard about Kriyas Yamsuf, that didn't work. The problem with this answer is that then Rashi should say, what did Yisrael hear? He heard about Melchem HaSamalek, and that's why he came. Mm-hmm. Why does Rashi mention both? Mashmu HaShamal, but if you look up the Gemara, which is the source for this, these are actually different shitas in the Gemara. Rashi says that Yisrael heard about Kriyas Yamsuf and Melchem HaSamalek, and that's when he joined. So why is it after these two things? So I'd like to suggest an answer, and I think that this answer is something we could get a lot of, you know, is, 
is something that could pull us. We'll just to repeat the bottom line of the question, but those just join. Rashi tells us by Yishmael Yisrael, Yisrael heard. What did Yisrael hear? Rashi says he heard about Kriyas Yamsuf and Nochan Samalik, and that's why he came to join. And our question is, why didn't he come right after Kriyas Yamsuf? Why did he need Kriyas Yamsuf and Nochan Samalik to motivate him and inspire him to come? <clears throat> the answer to her is the following. The response of the world to Kriyas Yamsuf was, like we said before, Shamu Amim Yirgazim. Everybody was inspired. Everybody was shaken up. Everybody was but he was filled with an awe of Hashem. Yisrael didn't need to come at that point. He was so inspired where he was, there was no reason to come and join Kali Yisrael. He saw the Amos. So he changed his life. He did whatever he did, wherever he was, and that was fine. Yisrael thought that this inspiration would last forever. It lasted for a month. But then he saw that after Melchemes Amalek, the exact opposite effect took, took place, like we said before. What happened? Amalek jumped into that hot bath, and now everybody became cooled off. The inspiration wore off. So Yisrael says, I see that inspiration is not something that's guaranteed to linger. It's not guaranteed to endure. You could be inspired for a month and have such clarity, and the very same people who were inspired become cooled off. He says, I can't just remain back home and rely on these bursts of inspiration that come my way. Because it doesn't always last. So in other words, he experienced Kriyas Yamsuf, and he didn't need to come after that. It worked. He was nishazik from it. But when he saw what happened after Melchama Samalik, he says, if I want to hold on to what happened by Kriyas Yamsuf, I can't remain back home. From this I see that I have to go and join Claudius A suggestion. So what does it help to come and join Claudius The same thing could happen. And this really brings us to the Kayach of Etzibur. When a group does something together, when you're with like-minded individuals, when you're with people who are all after the same goal, people who are looking for the same inspiration, people who respond to the same thing, then even if you wear out a little bit, and you lose, so the person next to you will give you that chesed. And when he when he's losing a little bit of his fire, the person next to him is able to give him chesed. That's one of the milers of coming together as a group, coming together as a tzibur, allowing yourself to be a part of the tzibur, connecting to people who are like-minded, so that you can always boost each other up. Yisrael says, I see what happens. I'm afraid to keep doing this alone. And he came and he joined Klai Yisrael so that he would be able to be a part of this together. I just want to say something about Achdus just for a moment. Those who were to come on the Shabbos last week, really, I think all of us, really uh, felt this. Felt the mile, felt the strength, felt the power of being together as a group. Yeshiva is very excited that they reached their goal of selling so many raffle tickets to, to many of you. It's pretty astounding how, how, many, how much so many of you put yourself out so that Yeshiva could have money that it needs. But I'll tell you the part that I was excited about. All those suppers in the conference room and tripping over people who are lying on the floor making phone calls in the office and, and, and whatever. It's just nice seeing people together, having a good time together, coming together, eating together, having fun together, helping the yeshiva together. These kind of things bring each other, bring us close together. When there is a closeness, there's so much that we're able to achieve. Before Matan Torah, Vayichan Shem Yisrael Neged Ahar, wasn't just that it happened to have been that there was Kishah Kabbalah, but it happened to have received the Torah. To accept the Torah is to accept it with Ahrais. We said, Nasa Benishma, there was an achrais. It's not just, oh, I'll, see if, I'll see if today is a good day. We accepted the Torah. 
You can't accept the Torah alone. You can only accept the Torah if you're doing it together with the tzibur. Becoming a part of that tzibur. You're a part of the tzibur. You're relying on the tzibur. The tzibur relying on you. When we, come, when we try to approach it together, the whole is much greater than the individual parts. And it's undoubtedly to think about. You know, when Kalei Yisrael says those famous words, Nasa Vanishmas, in the parsha this week, we only hear the word Nasa. You don't hear Nasa Vanishma, that's next week in, in, in Mishpatim. But the Pasuk says something tremendous. I don't know if I've ever mentioned this here before. A beautiful deer. Right after Chamishi. <coughs> so all of the people together respond to Moshe and they say, Everything that Hashem is saying. All of the Tariyad mitzvahs, Nasa, we're going to do. And there's a redundant word in the Pasa, seemingly redundant. The Pasuk says, All the people responded Yachdav together. You already told me all the people responded and said Nasa. Why does the Torah have to add the word? They all responded and they said it together, as opposed to what? One after the other? The Kliyakar and Pasha's Baha'u'llah gives a great answer. Over at the beginning of the Pasa, at the beginning of the Pasha. He says it's impossible for any single yid to be able to fulfill all of the Torah. Some mitzvahs pertain to men, some to women, some to people getting married, some to people getting divorced, some in Eretz Yisrael, some out of Eretz Yisrael. There's so many different mitzvahs in the Torah. How can any yid get up and say, Call Asher, Tiber Hashem, Nasser, everything Hashem says, we're going to do. It's a lie. It's not true. You can't. Any individual can do it. But Yachta, if together, we together as a group say, we will do it, that's endless, because as a group we could all do it. <clears throat> he says, Kalomar, Kal Hashem If we do it together, if together we make the commitment, we could be mashlam Hashem's kavana, the Tariyad Mitzvah should be Mukhlim. I can't do it alone. But you and I could do much more than I could do, or much more than you could do. And if we're together as a group, with Kohanim and Levim, with different people at different stages of life, happy stages, sad stages, there's different things the Torah talks about and all these different If we're there together and we do it as a whole, not just me and not just you, work on ways to be misahe, then a person can accomplish so many amazing things. Yisrael realizes, I heard Kriyas Yamsa, but I was inspired and I'm going to do. <clears throat> then he sees what happens. What is the result after Melchama Samali, where all that fire dissipates, but the bath becomes cooled off. He says, I realize I can't do it on my own. I'm going to go and become part of Klai Yisrael. It's not only that he gets the chizik at that point. It's more than just the chizik. Now he's able to be a part of something that's so much greater. He's able to be part of something that's called kol Hashem nasa. Not only focusing on one thing, or maybe another thing, or maybe another thing. This is a very nice idea to think about. We're all part of the yeshiva. For whatever reason, everybody that came here came here to be part of shayasha. For whatever reason. And we should try to make it that the same things we're trying to get out of the yeshiva, that other people also are able to get out of the yeshiva. And if we do that and try to be there for the other, the other one will be there for us. And together as a group, there's so much that we could achieve. There's so much that we could accomplish. And getting back to that thing, just being a part of it, being a, as much as we can, be a part of the yeshiva. <clears throat> Let's talk about us as individuals. So we're all here. We're all in yeshiva. We're all trying. Go to the very last pasuk in the parsha. This is something really, really beautiful. And I think it's a Tremendous lesson. <clears throat> right after the Torah tells us our Sarasadebrus, and right after we read about Matan Torah, Hashem talks about the Mizbeah. And tells us that the way to get to the top of the Mizbeah is on a ramp, to go by a ramp, and not to go upstairs. So, Lois says in the Torah, Lois Saleh Bamalus al Mizbahi. 
Don't go upstairs in order to reach the top of the Mizbeh. Instead, you have to go up a ramp. Tosfos doesn't even talk about the ramp, but tells us not to go up the stairs. Instead, to go up a ramp. What's the mile of the ramp? says, It's the lab dafka that this is the town. So I want to share with you two things from two great Jews. I'm over this will go to Mincha and try to hopefully put this into practice. One thing I saw in a sefer called the Mare Naim. It's an old, old sefer, old Hasidic sefer, which was written at least 200 years ago. Beautiful idea. This is in Parshas Lechlechah, he says. All of us know that there's a mitzvah in the Torah to wear tchelis. We're all familiar with the Chazal, that the idea behind tchelis is the color of the tchelis reminds you of the color of the sea, which reminds you of the color of Shaman which reminds you of the color of the Kisei HaKadah. So why go through all those steps? Why not just start with the Shamash? Why go step after step after step until you get there? And he says a tremendous Yisoyed. The Yisoyed is that if a person skips steps, if a person tries to get too far too fast, it's not going to endure. We're talking about inspiration. A person's inspired. A person tries to grab onto so much and, he, and it works for a little bit. And then a person could become tumbling down. It says the difference between a staircase, and that's why, so go one step, start with a string on your, on your baggage. Then start with something closer to you. The sea, the sea will bring you to Shammai, will bring Do things stage appropriate, step by step, and then it's going it's to last. So a person, if you take a step ladder, let's say you take a, a, a staircase. So really, if you look at where the bottom is and where the top is, you could have stairs that are pretty steep stairs. You could be here, and before you know it, you're all the way up there. <clears throat> but you haven't really covered much ground in between. At least you got much higher. You could have a, could have a ladder, just a, a regular ladder, a fireman's ladder. It's almost vertical. You're all the way up there, but you haven't covered any ground. You just started from the ground. You, and that's a dangerous move. It's a dangerous way to try to reach the top of the ladder. If you could fall down, you could get really hurt. When a person goes on a, on, a, on a ramp, this incline is too steep, you're not going to be able to climb up. The only way you can climb up a ramp is if it's a gradual incline. It's a gradual process. You start here, you start there, you move a little more, a little more, a little more. Then eventually, once you've covered the proper distance, in order to get to the top, you could roll down the ramp if you're not watching where you're going. But if you go, if it's a gradual incline, there's a much, much greater chance that you're going to be able to, first of all, to actually make it to the top, and when you make it to the top, you're going to be able to last it. Everything is stage appropriate. When a person works on growing, when a person gets that chizah, gets that inspiration, his shama shmua ubar, he hears the shmua. He doesn't want to, he doesn't want to fall and lose his inspiration like what happened after Nochama Sambali. He wants to do it, but go up around. That's what the Mara and I learns in Pasha's Lechacha. The Chidush Arim says that a little bit of a, a little bit of a different nekuda. And we'll see, you know, I, it's a, it's over here in the parasha. He says, when a person climbs upstairs, that's in the middle of his, of his climbing up the staircase. So he's able to look back and see, okay, I've climbed 10 stairs, and I have another 15 stairs. He knows exactly how much he's done, how much he has left to do. That could either be a source of a lot of chizik, could be a source of a lot of gaiva, I've done so much. could be a source of a lot of yish, a lot of despair, look at how much I still have to do. When a person climbs up a ramp, unless you have a great memory and you're paying attention to how many steps you've taken, if you look back, you don't know exactly how many stairs you've climbed, how many steps you've taken. <clears throat> you don't know how many, exactly how many steps you have left to go. But you could tell that you're not where you were before. You 
before I was there now. The, the footprints that were there before, or the dust, I know that that's the main thing. The main thing when a person is trying to come close to Hashem, to get to the top of that Mizbeah, and bring himself as a carbon Hashem, the way to do that is, the main thing is that I'm making progress. It's not so important how many steps I've taken. It's not so, not so important how many steps I have left. The main thing is that I'm on my way. Baruch everybody that we should take, and first of all, to look for opportunities to become inspired. We should take advantage of those opportunities and become it, but it doesn't always last. To do it on your own is very rough. We should try to do it with the people. Try to do it with the group. And as we do it with that group and becoming a part of the group, <clears throat> maybe just become a part of like-minded people. When a person does that, as we continue to grow and grow up, let's do it at, in the name of time. Take one thing at a time and don't always focus on how many steps you have. Three questions.